Welcome to another episode of a few THU Sports fans. Um, finally won a uh, John Mayer Classic. Yes, sir. Finally. Yes, sir. That's a good one. Uh, That's a good one. Uh, today I got uh, THU Madness. What up, Big Blue? How you feeling today? Uh, who was uh, in attendance at the uh, wonderful win? And uh, he a little sparky today. <laughs> I'm happy, man. Happy after that win, good brother. <laughs> I'm always happy after a big blue win. And that that's Demetrius. What's up, big blue? Yeah, so we definitely excited about the win finally. Uh saw the nice little trophies they gave out. Mm-hmm. Um so definitely a win. We uh beat a very uh competitive uh Garner Webb team. Was it? Uh, it was. It really was. Yeah. Uh, twenty-seven to twenty-five. Um, what was your overall thought? Overall thoughts, teach you managed you there in person. What did what, you see? What do you think? Man, I'll tell you what, man. It was. A, it was a game, man. It was. You you you're fussing at the you know you're fussing and you're happy at the same time, man. And uh, that's that's what college football is all about. Um. Man, I'm just so happy for the guys. Like I said, it was it was it was a tough game. Gardner Webb played hard. I think they played our receivers hard. I think that uh, you know because they didn't you know they didn't give up leave them a lot of room. Um, our defense, man, our defense won that game for us, man. They were just competitive and on those guys. Uh, and you know, Demetrius, you said that this wasn't going to be a shootout. You said this is going to be a you know really. Uh, just tough game where you know, like uh, I, I forget the word you use, but just back, you know, you gonna they were dog slug fight, it out. Dog, dog fight, fight. yes, yeah, so you they gonna slug it out, dog fight, and it and it, and it was really, I mean, although you know that both offenses uh, were you know able to move the ball, they got a lot of opportunities, but it was a dog fight, it really was, you know, the score says 27-25, but it was a dog fight, and it was frustrating. Because I think both teams are frustrating each other and also making several mistakes. Uh, so a lot of teams missed a lot of opportunities. But I'm just excited. We got to win. And I'm happy, brother. I mean, we, we, all, we all said it, right? I think, Rodney, you said 21-20. Mm-hmm. That's a dog fight. I said 17-14. And what did That's I say? a dog fight. What did I say? <laughs> You said like ninety-eight to ninety-six. Huh? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I think you said twenty-seven, twenty-four, right? Yeah, yeah. So you know, we we was all fairly spot on mm-hmm. in terms of the margin of victory, right? And um it, you know, it, it 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 the game proved what we thought it was gonna be. Mm-hmm. And um you know, I, I'm happy. I think this was Coach George's first signature win mm-hmm. that, um, you know, he can – I think this is big for the program, big for the players because, you know, it, it's those type of wins that I think the last couple of years we, we would have found a way to lose, even though there was really – I mean, Matt, as you were there and I saw it on television, so did you, Rodney, but – there was plenty of opportunities where it could have went the other way mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and it didn't. And, um, 
you know, it took three, a three-phase team effort, um, mostly defense, uh, as much offense as re- as as required in mm-hmm. in the kicking game. So, um, I'm I'm happy with 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 the win. Notre Dame was hard. You know, UAPB shouldn't have been as hard, but it was hard. Mm-hmm. And this one definitely was hard. And this this bye week is worth it. So, yeah, I'm I'm happy for the boys. I, you know, if if at first. I wasn't sure that, you know, I wanted this bye week right now because, you know, after that win, but, you know, it, it helps us get fix some things and also helps some guys get healthy because we had a, we had a couple of kids get uh, banged up. Um, you know, our, our Phillips, he got hurt twice in the game, uh, Bryce. And um, uh, so, and, you know, and of course, Jalen Bell hasn't played uh, since Notre Dame. So uh, hopefully he's back out there and, and, and ready to go, um, you know, against uh, our next game. Indeed. Let me read you a couple of stats here. Uh talking about how uh, even the game was. Uh first downs, eighteen for Gardner Webb. T T had seventeen. Uh total net rushing. Uh let's do just yards uh one forty five to one twenty. They had two hundred and four yards, gained hundred and fifty five. So no sacks take down the, the overall uh, mm-hmm. uh, rush totals. Passing. 219, TSU, 221. Uh, they did. They threw the ball 50 times. <laughs> Gardner Webb. Yeah, they did. We threw, we threw a 45. You know, we had one intercept. Um, 4.9 was uh, uh, average uh, uh, attempt per pass, and they had 4.4. So a lot of short passes there. Talk about that a little later. Uh, they had two touchdown passes. We had one. Uh, total offense, they had 364 yards. We had 341. 85 plays to 80 or 80 plays. So, um, you know, one thing that was a little concern, 11 penalties for 73 yards for us, they had four for uh, 45. Yeah. So, um, 10 punts for them, 11 punts for us. Pretty much, pretty much the same. Day. Yeah, we, but we had uh, – they had four inside the 20. We had five inside the 20. We had one. We each, we each had 50-plus yards. Uh, uh, um, punt. Then, of course, we had they 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 were one of three on they were one of three on field goals. We were two of two, 40, 49 yard to fifty yard by James Lyris. We got a we have a kicker again. So yes, sir. Well, you got you got to so, get that brother a hand because I mean he was the MVP <laughs> the JMC. He did yeah. a great job. Yeah, so ice, that's sort ice, of like ice water. Yes, sir. So that's that's sort of uh, you know. To some the team stats in terms of that. Um, yeah, so my going back, a little concerned about the uh, penalties, mm-hmm. 11 of, uh, you know, 11 penalties, that's a lot. And we, we, we've we been down, right? That's something we, we averaged like 11 last year, seemed like. <laughs> so so um, we were down to about four a game, four or five a game. Uh, so hope we get that back down, get that straightened out. Some of that, too, was just sort of rotating in a different tackle. Uh, so, um, that was sort of there. Uh, we talked about it a little later. I'm going to be a little more positive as we talk about the, the good things first, <laughs> but we'll get down to like some, some issues, issues a little later on. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, like to watch from home, uh, definitely was a good game. Um, 
Um, and glad we finally pulled it, figure out a way to pull it out. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I last year I was very critical of is the punt punt team. We had a lot of uh, block punts, you know, and a lot of pressure punts. But this year it looks very smooth. So I gave that brother a hard time last year about special team a lot. So I give him give him a lot more Tell credit. Coach Burns, Coach Burns, yeah, I was okay. very concerned about the punt, you know, because they they would take our guys last year and just run them back as a punter and block. You know, we had so many of those last year, but this year we got protection. The guys get them all. Uh, he has enough time to get them all, and so we're not getting those crucial, you know, uh, punt blocks. And uh, so things are going a lot smoother for us in, in that department. I also feel good kicking too as well. So um, we had one block and one missed at uh, Notre Dame, but you know that, that, that's sort of a tough situation to be in. Mm-hmm. Um, give me some individual stats real quick. Uh, so um, rushing. I'm going to rushing first and question quarterbacks. Uh, rushing, we had seven attempts by Devion Bryant, 65 yards. He scored a touchdown. Um, Jalen Rouse, 16 attempts, 62 yards. Ike Brown, you know, we talk about people still looking very mad about uh, Lane College. <laughs> Ike Brown was running back last year for Lane College, gave us a lot of problems. He's now on our roster, so we're getting, in, getting into uh, getting into shape. So maybe after this bye week, probably good for him to catch up oh. to the system. Oh, wait, yeah. wait, 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 go, go back, say that again. Ike Brown, the tailback right? mm-hmm. from Lane, yeah. last year Lane, he's now on our roster, number 34. So when you say so, now on the roster, meaning like that. He played last game. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah, I don't he, know how well, I missed that. He Well, yeah. he's, a, he's a late uh, late registration. He's, or yeah, yeah, he's, yeah he, he was added on after the John uh, Southerners Classic. Right. Um what? he he played number thirty four and he he didn't have a n- name on his back. His name on, on the back is Jersey. Yet. So he's just out there, you know. <laughs> so okay, so, hold so. On. let's 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 kind of talk about <laughs> so y'all gotta help me a little bit. Like how you do that? I mean this ain't high school. Hey, you'd be surprised, man. There in sports, uh, what I'm seeing in college, there are a lot of uh late registrations or late whatever, yeah. you know. And they're able to start. I, I don't know if they're already in school when school starts, or they just become eligible after after a certain time when they're here in school. You know, here in school. But a lot of it seems like they're they're late registrations, though. You know. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, I, I go ahead, right? Go ahead, right? Maybe you can help explain it better than I can. No, you're fine. And I, I was just saying that I noticed last year he didn't enter the transfer portal. And then had a couple of swag visits here or there. Um, then I thought he said community college at one point, but then he, now he's back with us. So yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Mm, okay. Mm. Listen, that that brother he he can ball. I mean, yeah. based on he can ball. So I ain't mad. <laughs> I ain't <laughs> mad at all. So I think that's going to help Rouse. I think that's going to help Gant. You know, yep. just um. Give give us a third, you know, a third horse to have back there. So, I w- I was just shocked to hear it. I'm honest, I, hey, but you know, I'm gonna take it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, official of the rushers, uh, Jordan Gant, uh, four attempts, uh, six yards. 
Trey Boone had one carry three, and then Jalen Ellis had five carries for 13 yards. So, um, and to me, that's too many for Jalen. But that's, you know, and he figured that out. But that's that, that that's a rush that you can get to. You rush your running backs, not to him. Um, receiving, Deshaun Davis, three for 64 yards, a touchdown. Nice reception from uh, pass and catch mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. from Ben uh, Ellis, like his second or third play he got in. Maybe, yeah, so he, nice throw. Karate Benson had six, 51 yards. You said it was six last games. Like he, had his, he got above six this time. <laughs> so, De'Ron Johnson had four for 46. Uh, Jared Turner had three for 23. And Delani Majors, two for 18. We missed him a lot. He was open a lot. We missed him a lot. Um, uh, on the diesel side of the ball, real quick, uh, Monroe Beard, nine solos. Josh Green, six. Chris Walker, six. Uh, Hollis had five. DB. Uh, James Green had um, four total. Jeremiah Joseph, four. Uh, Snipes had four, too, as well. Um, So uh, a lot of good defense uh, there as well. Had a couple of drop interceptions, you know, bumping into each other here and there. Um, One guy I did want to shout out, number 55 on defense. Uh, McNeely, he came in from McNeese State. Um, mm-hmm. had you know, with Jalen Bell being out, um, Baez out for the season, seems like, yeah. Um, he really stepped in, uh, and really showed out today. You know, I thought he did who, really who good. Up, who's out for the season? I Baez. think Baez is out for the season. I think he's out for the season, or, or he'd be out, he's out several weeks, yeah, yeah, because he's so, on, 17. Yeah, he's a- he was on. He's in the cast and on crutches. Yes, I think he's out for the season. So, um, with them being out, I thought he had two tackles today. Eric Jordan had two tackles. Stan Cam Stewart had two tackles. You know, so I thought that you know he stepped in well uh, for I think his first game to come in there and really do some damage. Um, shout out to him as well. Um, uh, any players that really stuck out to you guys? Uh, TSU Madness, you want to just bring up? That stuck out to me? Yep. Um, I, I wasn't ready for that question, but <laughs> that stuck out no. to me. <laughs> my, my apologies. Uh, stuck out to me was, um, I, well, I'll tell you what. Dayron Johnson, Fat Cat, he was the man in the, in the, in the you know, that kept us going out there in the, in the um, on offense, uh, you know he, you know he caught four passes. I think all his four passes were in um, the first, first and second quarters. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he caught four passes within those first two quarters, and because you know uh, Bryant on, had only five five receptions, and uh, I think yeah. several of them were to uh, to a Fat Cat defense. Man, overall defense like Mar- Murrow Beard was 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 crazy out there. Um, and uh, on defense, uh, you got to give hats off to that to him. Uh, he he played. You know they talk about play defense like a hair, hair's on fire. He does, and he's he's positive. He's and when he's on the sidelines, he's you know he's revving the team or the um, the crowd up. 
and, you know, and, you know, he's trying to get everybody, you know, off their feet. A lot of, a lot of kids were on the, on the sideline. So, and he was leading the charge. So, um, you know, I, I hats off to him. And of course, always, uh, well, hats off to Lowry, man, for kicking those field goals for 49 or in the 50. I think they just, he, he did a real good job and he won a game for us and he, he deserved that game ball. Yeah. Um, I don't know what he was, I don't know, I don't know what Mara was doing after the game, but um, it, he, he's, he's my player. I mean, he had, in addition to his nine solo, he had three, um, three assists on, so he had 12 tackles total. Yeah. And, you know, Southern Heritage, he had double digit tackles, I think. So he he's, in my opinion, he's uh this is defensive player of the year type stats, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. mm-hmm. So I call him the cart before the horse here, but um I, I was he, he's my pick. Um offense. You, you know, I think we got to give Draylon some some credit for for coming in mm-hmm. and it, 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 listen. It was a roller coaster. Let's just mm-hmm. we're gonna keep it a buck. Mm-hmm. It was a roller coaster. He had a lot of highs and he had some lows. Mm-hmm. But one thing you got to give him credit on is he. He came in. It, you could tell, like this. This was a, this 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 was a big win for him, and uh, I, I was proud of him. And uh, they, 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 that's that's going to be my pick for for the offense. So, yeah, I, I agree too. He definitely stepped up. Uh, so we're talking about the offense right now. So we're about the quarterbacks. Let's talk about a few things. Uh, there was up and down, and one thing I pulled up. Um, was about how many short passes we actually right? We throw a lot of screens, a lot of dink and dunk, and, uh, you know, and I think it, it really shows in yardage why we're not really spreading the field. Like we can't run the ball as effective as we, can't, as we want to because everything's sort of punched up towards a line of scrimmage. So with, it's almost uh, like Brian, we're throwing to run. Like yeah, using those short plays as extended run plays, but yeah. they're not, they aren't working. Um, <laughs> right, and yeah, and, so oh, sorry, go ahead, Rodney. I was saying, like, real quick, I was saying, Brian had 16 short passes, 5 17, 16 short passes, Ellis had 16 and 28, 24 short passes. So, out of that bunch, you know, and a lot some of those are incomplete passes. I mean, because they're, they, they are, you know, jumping those routes pretty easily. Go ahead, T, as you imagine. So when you say short passes, are you talking about what do you what's what's what do you what do you mean yeah. short? What's, so short passes defined in the in, in it's short is like five yards and below. Uh-huh. So this is total like any attempt that we've done, fire it can be short middle, it can be uh short pass to tight end, it can be short passes, anything below five yards. So sort of what I'm what was my universe I'm speaking so, about. So what I was looking at, I was looking at um a screen. So I noticed you know, at the game, you know, we, and I'll just say this, you know, and I'm, I'm trying to compare the two because uh, they're, they're, uh, you know, look, I got kids, these guys age, you know, they, they, they're still kids, right, <laughs> to me. But, and also, mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't want to compare these, these guys, but I, I do want to, I, I want to say this. When Brian's in the game, 
although he was, I think he was only five for 17, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, at least with him, when the offense, the offense is going downfield. And so in his passes are downfield, he only had two screens. He only had two screens. And he played, he played almost the, the second quarter, uh, you know, first through the second quarter. But when, when Ellis came in the game, it was seven screens. There were seven screens. Now, you know, I don't know if they try to do that whole, you know, back in the day, Tish used to run this, uh, like these, these bubble bubble screens where, you know, you get the uh, wideouts would block for, for the, for the, you know, for the guy who's, you know, for the receiver, get the ball and he's able to get the blocks and, you know, get up field. They used to do it all the time back in the day with uh, Leon Murray and Avion, and Avion Black. But that's, um, and, but I, I don't think we're, I don't think we're there yet if that's what we're trying to do, you know, because it's, it's not, it's not going anywhere. And that's, and that's the problem I saw with, and I don't know who's doing it. I don't know if it's the offensive coordinator, I don't know if it's the player or the, you know, Ellis, but the, the offense doesn't go downfield. It, it, it just goes side to side. And, and it was kind of frustrating to watch, the, you know, with all the, you know, spectators and, and I, we were all up there and we were frustrated because we're like, hey, you know, the end zone is that way. You know, go. The end zone is that way. It's not to the sideline. And, 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 but that's where we were going with the ball. And it, 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 was, it, was, it was kind of a struggle. You know, Ellis did play a good game. He came in and he helped win the game for us. Uh, you know, but what I saw was at least with Bryant, with his feet, with you know, with his RPO, RPO action or opportunities, you know, the, the ball goes downfield as opposed to what I saw with LSD was going, you know, left or right. Yeah, and that's and that's that's surprising, right? Because he's a bit, supposed to be the better passer, right? He's, he's the better passer, right? right. So again, I'm not, I'm not gonna play like I'm X's and O's guru, but 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 yeah, man, it's that something something appears off yeah. with that. Yeah, same same thoughts here. Uh, I'm thinking that when they do the middle screens to the running backs, um, they're I think even like past games with Bryant, they're not somebody's not selling enough. Mm. It's like you sort of know, like, oh, this is a screenplay. I mean, everyone's on it. So you're not really confusing anybody. To, to them, since the defense is, you know, they're going in, they're scouting, getting their paperwork ready, they know, you know, when it's coming. Uh, with with how going back to 98-99 team, Coach Cole was there, you didn't know you didn't know it was coming. I mean, they're, they're very deceptive. I remember another uh, HBC had a really good program, too, with uh, the screens, with Alcorn State, uh, when they were good. Uh, that they had like set up screens perfectly. You know, you like you, you had no idea what was coming. It's like, oh, man, become a screen. Uh, and but I, I don't think they were selling it enough. You know, I, I, it could be some linemen not setting their feet properly, giving it away. Uh, it could be the quarterback not selling it properly. Um, you know, a lot of different things because really it's a timing play, right? So. Uh, the timing just sort of seems to be off. Um, and one thing I was telling you guys earlier is like, even though you have a screen set up for a specific person or a specific, you know, area, you can throw the ball to the other side of the field, right? And what I noticed a couple of occasions uh, when when uh, Ellis was in the game, you know, 
Drake Deron was on the back end side, inside, they four wide receivers inside slot. He's open down middle of the field. But we did the short, you know, bubble screen to the other receiver. If he looked up, touchdown. Another play, it threw a screen to the running back. And again, it was, this time it was Delani Majors, uh, who we missed a lot. He was very quick. I'm glad he's back, you know, but he was open a lot. It's like timing is off with him, um, with the quarterbacks. It's not reading them properly. But and, and, going back to that play, yeah. running back side, back inside, Delani Majors wide open <laughs> on the side. So if the quarterback sit, reads and said, oh, this screen is not going to work, generally, look at, look at the NFL. They'll throw it away, right? They say, let's throw it away. Don't let's not try to force the ball in. And, and our quarterback trying to force the ball to the running backs or to the like when it's not open. You know, either you look, oh, it's, it's covered, throw it to the uh, out, you know, throw it out of bounds so you don't get it picked off. We're trying to force these plays in. Or the better ones, they'll say, oh, let me, let me throw to somebody else. They're not saying that they're ready to throw to somebody else yet because they're still so struggling within the system. But they need, they need to know that they don't have to keep. They, they can adjust to play as needed. Yeah. And I, and I will say, too, there were uh, – I think there were more than uh, than enough drop passes, too. I think there are a lot of missed yeah. – uh, uh, mm. some of the receivers missed, missed uh, several passes. Yeah. 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 I, I think that's really a timing – some timing issues going on, you know. Because um, middle of the field is open. I mean, we saw Palm Bluff, Brian, when Brian did really well last week. A lot of tight end passes to uh, Ellis uh, Gellison. Mm. Uh, this we didn't use him, right? I, I don't, you know, I don't know what's going on with that. Was he injured? But he you played. Know, he played. Yeah, he played. I, you know, I like they didn't throw the ball to him, so I'm not really sure what happened. Yeah, they, yeah, they did. Um, uh, yeah, I, I think he, I think he dropped one. Or, yeah, he did drop one. Yeah. Or it didn't. Mm-hmm. It, it either it didn't get to him correctly, but I, I think that it was a decent pass, and I think he just mm-hmm. he dropped it. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, so you didn't see him after that, I don't think. Yeah, and that was and, early. Um, that was early in the game, if I'm not mistaken. The, even the, the pass touchdown to Deshaun Davis right over the middle of the field, like 10, 15 yard pass. You know that middle area is just like that. Pine Bluff game, that middle area is open. They're leaving that open for us, you know. So we run these screens, running the ball. That middle, you got to hit that 10 to 15 yard window right there in the middle of the field, you know, to make them pay for jumping your screens, you know. Mm-hmm. And you got to run the ball better too, as well. Um, but I, I, yeah, I don't know what's going on with the passing, uh, and that timing and whatever going on. So, um, so they got two weeks, uh, to uh, get that together, um, I, I will ask them. Like I watched, I went, went through and uh, watched some of the running, running plays too as well. And uh, number forty-seven, the player for for Garner Webb, right? He's a player. He's a, he's yeah. an athlete. <laughs> he's a player. Yeah. yeah, he came down on a lot of our run plays. He got the safety on us uh, as well. Um, he came down and closed down holes a lot, right? Some of that from the back, the backside. So we run the ball left. He's on a defense right side, and our tight end or tackles to block him to close him out, and they couldn't block him. And he came down a lot of scrimmage and like got a lot of plays in the line of scrimmage on that safety. 
Uh, they did go shotgun, sort of weird, but you know, it was one on one with our tackle, our left, they're, they're right at him, one on one with our tackle, and the tackle just decided not to block for some reason, you know, even though he had like thousands of tackles, <laughs> you know, they said, Oh, let him go by, and he had the safety too as well. Um, but we really had it like on the edges, that's when I got a fix, um, with our tight ends and uh, tackles, uh, blocking either the backside or the strong side because we did have some issues that I noticed. Um, a lot of times, you know, it, it gave me personal. I play high school football, you know, and I and oftentimes the coaches say somebody from the weak side got a tackle. They, they, he always like, like, there's no Lawrence Taylor out there. There's no way uh, somebody from the weak side get out there and tackle you guys. You know, that's embarrassing. And you, you, it's sort of a nice, clean way of him telling us that. Nobody from the backside should be able to catch our running backs, run over our uh, tackles or tight ends. We wasn't blocking. No one should be that fast, right? But that's sort of something they got to clean up too as well. That that blocking scheme, it, it, they did miss some key blocks um, that could have went for a little bigger runs too as well. So, yeah. Um, any more? Uh, Thoughts on the game. One thing about James Lowry, you know, I, I, I would say I listened to the commentators. You know, they were they were saying that that could be good for sixty both kicks. It, it, back it, it up it, ten yeah. yard. He had plenty of space, man. He yeah. had plenty of space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he, I, I don't think we're going to give enough credit to the kicker and the punter. I, I think they're doing an outstanding job this yeah. year. Me too. I do yeah. too. I do yeah, too. yeah, and we. Hopefully, we can reduce the amount of punts. We shouldn't be punting. We should not have to punt 10, 11 times a game. But yeah. we're here. Yeah. <laughs> we're here. Right. <laughs> hey, you know, we, we have a – we hey, they're running back, too. We also get your credit to running back, gun number uh, 22, man. He he ran – he rushed for 152 yards. Yeah. Yeah, he was yeah. – uh, I'm glad just, he – just like, I, just like I said he would. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think he, I think he got a little tired. The last week he did the same exact numbers. Last week, I think it was like the four quarters had to rest him a little bit. I think he got a little tired. So I'm glad you got tired. <laughs> Actually, he did, and they took him out yeah. that last. It was a yeah. on that last drive. Yeah, they took him out um, for the last couple of plays. He got tired. He needed some needed breath, and uh, I think that was significant. Yeah. Because yeah, Elon, he won the game. Elon game. He won the last drive. That was yeah, all yeah. him. He was him. It was him. He was like, I, I'm the man. Let me score. So him being, we wearing him out, hitting him. You know, uh, he, yeah, we, we wore him out a little bit. Um, so, and uh, yeah, I thought yeah we we uh, had one sack. We had a whole bunch of pressures. Uh, Terrell Allen was in there a lot. A lot, you know. So I think that we did a defensively did a really good job attaining this this fast pace, quick pace offense. Um, really good job. Lastly, um, lastly, what do y'all think about that uh, that play call to for the um, where they got the safety and they ran the ball and handed it handed it off to to uh, Rouse? I, I don't like shotgun. I don't like runs out of shotgun. On goal line, yeah, and somebody could be old fogey in me, but yeah, I, I thought that they should have did like a. Uh, I mean, you couldn't do 
um, Brian was out, so you couldn't do a you know a QB sneak. That probably mm-hmm. preferable to get give you two three yards with a QB run. But I, like I, again, I, I would say if if the tackle blocks forty seven, that's a big play. I mean, it's it was like forty seven tackle him or Jalen Ross is out out for the you know running for the horses. It's probably still running to this day. I mean, it was really like an open lane. So, um, but you can't – you got to know your personnel. Our tackles are still sort of adjusting to um, uh, the game. I think our center and guards are playing really well. Tackle still sort of uh, hit or miss. Um, we Our tackle, we, we subbed in. He jumped off twice. Off, you know, So, I think it's still some communication issues going on with the tackles in general, the, the tackle unit in general. So, uh, to put – your biggest issue versus their best issue mm-hmm. is, is really not the best decision right there. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that was uh, a different place should have been called there because, you know, we weren't, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a, a yardage. We, we didn't have much, you know, in rush yardage at that time. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, and just bring up the play after that, you know, we got the, we did get the safety. Um, then Grant away had a big brain fart, uh, and allowed us to, to uh, not really onside kick, but to recover uh, the yeah, uh, kickoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was very, that was very key, you know, because on the, well, after the safety, the guy does not have to kick it off a tee; he just punt it. Mm-hmm. So, I think they got confused. Oh, it's like a punt; it just falls down. Nope. It's still a live ball. Yep. And so the head of the play, Gussie played by our our player. Yeah, um he really was. Who, you remember who that was? I can't remember his name. Um I don't. I I do want to ha- I do have one last thing before we move off football. If, if if just whenever you're done, I want this to be the last thing. Go ahead, go ahead, because I didn't find a name. So okay. Give me time. Uh I just you know, and I know, man, we got a lot of things coming, and, I, and I'm happy we got a lot of things coming at TSU. Um, but man, you know, the Nissan they have, you know, they have a turf field now, which was slippery, which is very slippery. Um, by the way, mm-hmm. a lot of gas was slipping. But in that center, in the center field, and the logo where the Tennessee Titans logo is, it, it it's, it's a you can tell it's a cutout, right? I mean. You can replace it's like a carpet, you know. You can replace it and put another logo there. Um, I think the end zone, you could do the same thing. I, you know, disappointing not to see TSU, um, TSU logo there. Um, uh, you know, I think that's a cutout. You, you could, you at least that's at least that's what it looks like. It look, I mean, you can see the box, right? You can see where. Where the you, you can see it on the, on the on the field. I was I was I was right mm-hmm. there. You know my my uh, my seats right there in, in section one twelve, right? And I'm right Baller. there. I'm right there in the fifty yard line, man. <laughs> I'm right there in the fifty yard line. Yes, oh. I sit with I sit with with with, with folks kind of like my my ilk. Yes, and <laughs> um, <laughs> so so it's a cutout, man. At least it, that's what it looked like. I could be completely wrong, but that's what it looks like. And I think you you've seen that in some other in some other places, and I would have loved to seen a a tissue logo on that. And if you, if you can't do that, 
then I'll, I'll shut up and I'll completely, completely wrong and I apologize. But man, it'd be great to see Tissue Lobo right there. Oh, listen, you, we we are y'all y'all know. <laughs> I don't know if it was a TSU game or a Titans game, but we're gonna say that for a whole nother day. <laughs> but if if that center is a cutout, then that's I, that's pretty sad. That's a missed opportunity, there's, man. Yeah, there's well, I, and I'm saying it from the standpoint, there, like there's technology where, I mean, that's what they do. Like you, they could take that paint up and repaint it. Like they they could do that now. It, does that mean TSU had to pay for that? Sure. Um, but they should be able to to scrub that paint and repaint it for the next day. Um, no no problem. But I will say this, and y'all correct me though. In the past, when there's been Titans home games, the field has looked like what the Titans are playing on the next day, right? The but right. I don't I don't remember a stadium like that where I didn't see nothing. Again, I showed you that picture and y'all you would have thought it was uh, they were getting ready to play Sunday, Sunday football. Yeah. No TSU, nothing. Right. You're absolutely right, Demetrius, and that's the that's the problem with playing in in, in you know in in Nissan. And I get it, you know, but I, and I think I'm um, hopefully people understand why you know we would we want that home that home stadium, because when we go to Nissan, it doesn't it doesn't look like ours. There's nothing, you know. When, again, I, and I, I've said this before, when you go to USF, um, you know USF against Alabama. You know, I went to the USF uh, versus FAMU game. And, you know, it was USF. Now, of course, USF has more money than we do, than Tennessee State does. But USF, they put the, they put the little drapes around the court, you know, around the, the, that goes around the field. They, they put everything as USF. They even have the flags on top of the stadium. They changed those into green and gold. Um, and then the logo is USF. They put conference, not conference USA, but uh, the uh, athletic conference. The, America, yeah. America, yeah. So it, it looks like a USF field. And, and, and so, yeah, we know you sit in, in the Buck Stadium, but, it's a, but it's, it looks like a USF game. And this doesn't look like a USF game. It does look like we're borrow, borrow, borrowing from the Titans. And nobody wants that. That's not a home stadium. We're visitors. Yep. We're visitors. Yep. Pittsburgh, they, when they play at Heinz Field, you it's it's a pit game, yeah. So, yeah, yeah madness. I think I I think we're we're all on alignment on that. Yeah. Um. I I, I know. Like when the new stand comes around, sort of waiting for that. That there'll be more video boards around, so it'll be a lot easier. But you know, I think it was the first time they they did. Put down turf, I guess. Well, it makes it may use it for the preseason games too as well. Um, but yes, you can replace it. Um, the uh, logos um, on the turf, it's not necessarily easy. Um, yeah, you can have the paint strategy that's used on some, or you can use the cutout kind of philosophy. But it's a little, it's a little more detailed than that. Um, but I do think they should take the time um, to. To do that for us, like, you know, even they're gonna keep tight to the end zone. They could have, could have a minimal, 
at least put a John Merritt logo somewhere as a cutout somewhere they could have replaced later or something like that. You know, some kind of recognition that that was for him. Now, I do know that they are sponsoring the J- JMC now as well. So, so this, year, hopefully, t- this year, future, they're going, I think they're doing it from now here on out. They're, they're sponsoring JMC. So, um, we lost a lot of money because only 3,000 people saw it. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know, you, you know, if, uh, you know, I, I don't know if that's part of the the, the branding for that game itself, uh, but that really makes sense because we have other games. Um, so I don't know if homecoming is going to change. We got a couple of weeks for that, you know, to change out stuff for that. Um, but, um, you know, um, I, I, I don't, I don't really know. Um, what uh, the the because even on the backdrop of the uh, the press conference they had tightened on the two as well. <laughs> so uh, so I think they really split. Uh, hopefully that we didn't give away feel rights for the we had two games right. You really need you really will want you know well JMC and Homecoming you will want a lot of stuff there. You want for all the courts, but you know that that's sort of concern that they did. But you're right. I mean putting. You know, I remember Minnesota when they share with uh with uh the Vikings, you know, because they the Vikings use their state, they would do the they would change the padding out, you know, they would, you know, and it's sort of similar colors, right? <laughs> you can just put some put some flags around over Titans, say Tennessee State or right or in between it, you know, you could do something like that. If you didn't want to keep the Titans up there, put Tennessee State logo banners around the stadium or something like that to 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 say, hey, this is you know. This is it's TSU today. It's TSU day, you know. Um, okay. But so yeah. I just I was doing I just did a little research, and it's it's just painted. So it just oh, okay. it, it just it's paint. So my okay, my, so my correct my my uh, I correct myself. I apologize, but we could pay for painting maybe. Yeah, you can paint it and take it off. Yeah, yeah. that that is uh, yeah. That could that can be done. This paint. Interesting they did that versus well that. Um that's interesting that they did that way. Um so um I cannot find this this young man's name. <laughs> I have it in the third quarter, that's why. Uh it's really about but I thought I had the fourth quarter. Let me back one time. Um, so I get the onside kick recovery person. Um, then we can sort of move on from there. So let's go ahead and bring it up next. So, uh, so I'm still. Um, we have some new upgrades coming. Uh, pieces coming uh, to Tennessee State University this year. Right. We saw before in the budget from last year, football version. They're still working through some design work. Uh, Dusty Bennett posted that some of the early mock-ups, you know, that they have, and they see what's once they find out what that looks like. Um, but we do know this year we have what's well, already down a new basketball, court, right? That's down. 
And also coming in spring, we have um, a new track for Temple Outdoor Track. Yes, sir. Um, so, uh, so what are your thoughts about that? Uh, and just you can talk about the potential upgrades too, as well. You know, we, they talked about operations building, new stadium, uh, row rowing section, uh, hockey rink. I mean, so there's a lot of ideas out there, but we know what's coming at least you know next two, but was already one's already there. Um, so what are your thoughts on that? Uh, let's go to Demetrius first. Yeah, so new basketball court and and uh, goals. So, mm-hmm. the, that that's um, that's critical for for the men and women's uh, program. You know, it may not you know feel like it's it's an upgrade, but trust me, those those players, you know, they can feel the aging on on, on that hardwood. So, mm-hmm. uh, ha- happy, happy, happy about that. Um, really really excited about um the track resurface you know i I hope in addition to them you know resurfacing the track they you know make it accommodating to hold meets there um so that i mean you know it's just something about having a spring outdoor meet at at temple track Mm -hmm. and I've never experienced it. So I would love to have that, um, to be able to, you know, say that I, I'm going to attend that in, in the near future. So hope, hopefully it'll be in the spring uh, or the very, very, very near future. So, I mean, listen, the, 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 the future facility modifications and upgrades, um, extremely happy about it. Um, you know, I think it's only going to enhance our profile. And, uh, you know, if I know Dr. Allen, the way we all know him, <laughs> I know he's selling that to, uh, to make that vision come, make it, make that vision a reality. So, um, you know, hopefully we'll get some, some, some concrete broke and some dirt being, uh, excavated and, uh, and then you, you you might get a hallelujah dance out of me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm here for it all, Demetrius and Rodney. I'm here for it all, man. I love it. I, you know, uh, if you know all these things come to fruition, um, the sky's the limit for Tennessee State. Um, I'm really looking for uh, the possibilities. You know, uh, this FBS thing, which I think would be would be perfect for in the market that we're in. Would be man, perfect. what? Man, we'd be perfect for the FBS. Um, so I, I, I'm, I'm here. All these upgrades can help us get to whatever destination we want. Um, you know, and uh, the track. Let me tell you, this Ed Temple track. Do you, do we know who? I mean, must be sick. And Ed Temple, Ed Temple, is an icon. Is an icon, and the simple fact that we do not have. We're not hosting events in his name is 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 really a disgrace. And thank you, uh, Brother Allen, for seeing the vision, for, for seeing what Ed Temple means or should mean to Tennessee State. His name, honestly, honestly, his name should be bigger than anybody's. 
because Ed Tipples was on the world stage. You hear me? That he and the Tiger Bells, he recruited these people, all these young ladies to come to Tennessee State and run. And they were on the world stage. We had at one time we had more, more gold medals than countries had medals. And 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 so that track needs to be a destination spot for sprinters. Yeah. It should be Preach. a destination spot. So I don't want a a a rinky dink cover up, you know, like just to spruce it up. No, it needs to be the center, center, center stage and center spot for track. And our state track meets that that we, that we have, they sh- that you know the state of Tennessee has for high school should be at Ed Tipple Track. He should be preached about because there's no one greater in the state of Tennessee for track than Ed Temple. Yeah. And so if anything, and I'm, I'm, I'm proud of what we're doing in Gentry with the courts. And, um, you know, we talk about basketball a lot. You know, we, we're going to go through whole season. We're going to talk about basketball, but this, this right here could be extremely special with the Ed Temple track. So do it up. I want to be able to get thousands of people into the track to, to, to watch a, a Tennessee state um, invitational. I mean, if you think about it, fellas, right. We we all know the rich, rich history tradition of Tennessee State athletics, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, hell, Coach Cheeseboro is an Olympic gold medalist. Yep. How many programs got your your where your coach is an Olympic gold medalist? Like, I mean, there's you know and. I'm not going to say it frustrates me, but maybe it does. But to your point, Ed Temple, historic, historic, historic program that we're trying to revitalize. John Merritt and the football program, it's on its way back to prominence, right? Basketball with McClendon, Dick Barnett, two NAIA championships, right? Three. Three and I—I'm sorry, three three championships. Coach Penny is is bringing that back, right? We talk about the rich history of our athletics, and it's it's a shame that you know it's not where we want it to be. But you know, I think with this <laughs> two billion, <laughs> two billion. Uh, Anyway, you can't you can't with, say uh, two billion. <laughs> you can't you can't get two billion. Just, <laughs> it, when when we when when we get this thing back to where it is, and Dr. Allen, uh, I trust that he will, and you know we get that <laughs> two billion. You know, Middle Tennessee, Middle Tennessee won't be won't be the same. Mm-mm. North Nashville won't be the same, mm. you know. The, just, just think like we have these events, and you got the mountains overlooking. Like, come on, man, that give me chills just thinking about what, what, how we can really landlock that area, mm-hmm. and it, mm-hmm. it would just, it'll just be fun. And, and that's what you want. You talk about enrollment. I guarantee you, in twenty years, your enrollment will be double. Absolutely. And it's fun, you know what my wife said? Well, we we went up for the game, we checked into the hotel, and we checked into uh we stayed in the, the 
Vanderbilt, uh, Marriott. And she's see, like, see, look at him stunting again. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> she said, <laughs> anybody can afford that. Uh, she said that, you know, it's a shame that we have to come over here and, and you know, and, and, and you know, wear our TSU gear on pretty much on Vanderbilt Stadium, right? Because it's right there. Uh, if you know where it is, it's right there next to the stadium. And she said, Vanderbilt Stadium. And she said, it's a, it's a shame we have to come over here, man. You know, TSU really needs to invest in a in a, in a uh, hotel. And I said, oh, check, look at this tweet. Look at this article. We're getting ready to do that. And, and, and man, people have been saying that for years, man. And, and that we really need, here's the, here's the opportunity. Nashville is right. And Tennessee State needs to be on the forefront of it. And we need to capitalize, capitalize while we can on all this growth in Nashville. Um, so I'll leave it at that. But I also want to say this. And I will say that you say it, 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 it kind of upsets you. It does upset me that Ed Temple's statue is sitting over there at the sports complex next to Centennial Park and yeah. not on Tennessee State's campus. And not on Tennessee State's campus. Who didn't have the foresight now? Look, if I had the money, I would I would have put one in, right? Because I understand what he means to, to TSU. But it's a shame that no one thought of that beforehand and you know had the foresight to put that you know put it because he does he deserves that he de he deserves that i mean we have yeah. I mean, you know olympic we have olympic right we have the olympic uh, uh statue which is represents all of them i get it yes it represents all of them absolutely but uh you know that he's he's such an icon i think he he you know he was the he was the mind he's the he was the orchestrator so i think he should have sure was too. Yeah, y'all see, and I won't belabor the point, but y'all see, y'all, y'all know that famous um, uh, little little art piece in in uh, the financial district in New York City, where they had a little girl looking at the raging bull, mm -hmm. right? And they and it was a lot of controversy, and they ended up moving it. Now she's now she's staring at the New York Stock Exchange, like. Man, that'd be dope if you if they build something where Ed Temple is just looking at that at that torch. Yeah. Now that would be hard. Like, you know what I mean? Like it only gotta be done big. It, it could be him sitting down on the bench just looking at that statue. Mm -hmm. That looking at that Olympic torch. Mm -hmm. Man, that'd be dope. I, I agree. I'm very excited about the upgrades. The change that's going to happen. Is going to really ignite us moving forward, you know. Sports wise, also, um, so definitely as they get the master plan hammered out in January, to say, I mean, I'm sorry, June, no, January 2024, it's gonna be sort of uh finished up. Um, uh, that will be great to get get a foresight about you know where we're going, and also, too, they can go ahead and tell us how, how alumni can help, right? I think that's something that's that's sort of been lacking. You know, we see these ideas and everything going on, but alumni want to help, you know, so put forth a great plan, great ideas, and then tell us how, what's, what's the best way to go out there, put our pennies together, rub our nickels together, uh, definitely support the growth uh, of the program. Yeah. Yep. Y'all pray, pray for our university, man. It's about to get real ugly. 
it's about to get real ugly because, and this is kind of off topic, but it's related. Y'all already see what's happening in the marketplace with this $2 billion announcement, 2.1 billion to be exact. It's about to get real ugly. Yeah, they 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 don't want and they don't want us to have it and and you know some of these folks on on Twitter man they they dog and tears talking about we hand, asking for a handout, you know it's it's so ignorant they don't even recognize the 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 point that was made about this money that's owed and that you know the, we've been cheated man we've been cheated they've been giving all these money the University of Tennessee or probably in their pockets they they've cheated Tennessee State for for decades it's ridiculous two billion. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on. I mean, it's 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 about to get ugly. Yeah, I agree. And one thing Harold loves uh Junior said, I sort of like going back to his father, his research, getting a sort of the ball rolling, moving forward. Uh one thing he said, one of his his uh discussions, he was saying that just like Alabama A and M, Alabama State, Land Grant, normal, A and T, North Carolina A and T, North Carolina Central. Uh, land grant normal. Uh, Tennessee was supposed to have a land grant and a normal school, right? We don't have a normal uh, HBC and state school probably won't be started this either. But, you no, know, Tennessee that money State, also... Tennessee State was normal school when they first started. Yeah, but, but what's that too? What's that with land grant and a normal school? Okay. What's that with two HBCUs, just like Alabama? So there's extra money missing from the budget for for another school that's supposed to be started, you know, to serve blacks as well. So they, they use a lot of look took our money, took the other school non existent money, you know, uh, and really spread it around to grow. So uh, there, there's a there's a lot is a debt owed to us um, to make sure that that you know we are in good standing. We are in the right place uh, where we're supposed to be uh, treated properly. So um, that's very important that discussion, dialogue, vote, vote, vote uh, to make sure that um, our school, uh, our program, our communities. That's really what it's about. So some people say, "Oh, don't vote," then you're not helping. <laughs> this is a voting issue. This now you go to each state rep and say local, well not say local city level, state level, um, you're telling them, even on national, you know, level, uh, what are your what is your stance on Tennessee State and getting their money? Oh, it's a no. Next, we're running against you, we're running against you hard. We're running against you hard, we're smashing. We're letting you know every time, bringing it up. So this is a very important issue um, that could be used really rally voters or TSU alum, even black supporters too as well, really explain how the growth of North Nashville, Tennessee State, uh, getting it together, how that can really grow and enhance the black community uh, that's been overlooked. So I think that's a very good ballot issue to really land these positive. No more lip service that that do service now. Yeah. So Yep. Well, on that note, let's go ahead and close out. Go Big Blue. Go Big Blue. Go Big Blue.